As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see. Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner, and I'm here tonight with the great Denise Renner and Maxime Miasnikov. And, and Maxime, <laughs> you are the leader of our senior citizen ministry. Y yes, sir. Yes, that, that you, 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 you appointed me to be responsible for our seniors ministry. And it's a great ministry. I call it last chance ministry because all these people, they grew up in this country and most of them have never been to church and they, most of them probably would never go to church. So what we do, we organize amazing concerts where we give them vitamins, we give them all kinds of wonderful things. I got to know about 50 opera singers in Moscow, all kinds of singers. I invite the singers, we organize concerts. People come to the concerts, they come to the first concert, second, third, they start trusting us. And then I invite them to stay after the concert for a Bible class. And four or five hundred people stay for a Bible class. When I teach them the Bible, I'm looking at them, and it happens on Monday. These are not our church people. People were coming to the concerts, then they stay for Bible classes, and they get saved. And I remember as I made an altar call for the first time, I didn't know what I was asking for. About 60 people came forward. 60? That I, was just one day. I was like, what? I mean, and they, of course they walk slow. You know, they're, these are the... El they're elderly. They're elderly. They w walked slow. They, so I had to wait for about five minutes until all of them got to the stage. And uh, I didn't have enough counselors. I didn't know how, how to handle them. So I stopped inviting them to come up front because all of them want to do it. They want to do it again and again, so we, they just, I just asked them to say it, and like all four or five hundred people say, Jesus, be our Savior. So thank you for starting this ministry, Pastor. Well, I want to tell you how it started. Yeah. Denise and I and our boys lived across the street from Red Square. Denise, literally, didn't we? Mm -hmm. I mean, if we walked out our front door, I could be on Red Square probably three minutes max. And our, our kids grew, like basically just grew up on Red Square. Well, one day I looked out the window of our balcony. We were living downtown, right behind the state Duma. And the main street running alongside the Kremlin was closed. And it was literally filled with 10,000s of pensioners, elderly people. And they were having the party of their life. They were carrying big red communist flags with communist slogans from the Soviet years and there was an old Soviet car driving in the middle and they were real loud playing records of singers from the Soviet years and these old people <coughs> were really reveling in their memories of the Soviet Union. Well older people got lost when the Soviet Union collapsed and it's all in this book unlikely. They literally got lost. Just imagine friends if you woke up tomorrow and the United States no longer existed. That's what happened. Your passport is no longer valid because there's no such thing as your state. Your money is no, valid, no longer valid because that currency has been canceled. Your constitution is gone. You don't even have a national anthem. Your pension program is destroyed because you don't know who you are, you don't know who the state is. That's what happened when the Soviet Union collapsed and that is the reason why President Putin said the collapse of the Soviet Union was the greatest single tragedy of the 20th century. He wasn't saying that he was sorry communism left. He was saying the way it collapsed, it was a tragedy. And Maxim, was it a tragedy? People lost all of their savings. 
They lost everything. Everything. Everything they had in in in, in state banks, everything was lost. Everything just became worth nothing. And even when the Olympics took place and the former Soviet Union sent their athletes, they didn't have an anthem. They didn't even know what to call them. They called them the United Team because nobody knew who they were. I mean, it was really a tragedy. So older people got lost. And as the new Russia emerged, the older people didn't, didn't know who they were. They weren't living in the Soviet Union. Everything they gave their life for evaporated. Now a new Russia is emerging. They don't know where they fit into it. And it's, it's like a huge people group that became displaced socially. They, they didn't know where they fit in the new world. So when they were marching on the streets, they were reveling in the world that they remembered. They were just having a good time together in this new strange world that they didn't fit into. And I said to Denise, those old people, I've been wanting to reach those people. I've been praying for the key to reach those people. And I said, Denise, I want to go down there and march with those people. They're having so much fun. So I went down the elevator, went out the door, walked out onto the street. They're carrying all those big communist banners. Of course, I'm not for communism, but I love the people. I just wanted to be in the middle of all those old people. Dancing singing thousands of them to the records from the Soviet years, and the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. He said, pay attention here. I'm going to show you how to reach these people. Create events that they will revel in and invite them to come. So we began to invite secular movie stars, singers, recording artists from the Soviet years who were now very elderly, to perform at events for senior citizens. And the senior citizens had never personally seen these people up close. And when they found out they could come to an event where they would really see these people, they began to come by the thousands. At one event, we had 15,000 senior citizens. And the people who participated in our events in, in the Western world, it would be like Bob Hope, Doris Day, Elizabeth Taylor, Debbie Reynolds, but the equivalent in the Soviet world, all standing on the stage, entertaining. And we began to build a relationship with the seniors. And it just so happened that when we started it, it fell on a holiday when the city of Moscow was celebrating senior citizens. And the mayor of Moscow, who was Mayor Lushkov at that time, was so glad to hear somebody was doing something big for seniors that the dignitaries from the mayor's office came and helped us open the event. So we had the sanction of the, of the city upon the event. And that's how it all began, that we began to reach these people. And now Maxime leads the ministry. And Maxime, we have seen thousands of people saved. True. Thousands of people True. are gonna be in heaven. My favorite thing is when, you know, we take their names, we ask them to give us their names, and my favorite thing to do is to follow up on somebody. Like I can see when this person came. Let's say that person came in the month of September, started attending, attended for four months, and it says, received Jesus, and in two weeks passed away. Wow. And it happens all the time. So it's a last chance ministry. If they don't come to us, to our concerts, we attract them by giving them vitamins, uh, all kinds of food. So if you're our partner, thank you so much for helping us to do it. 
So we attract them by giving them good things. They start trusting us, and they, they get saved, and that's the main thing. Well, you know, in our ministry in Moscow, we also reach children. But my heart is really for this older group that have, they were kind of displaced in society. They don't know who they are. They're, they're still trying to figure out who they are. Now it's a new world that's just buzzing all around them and so different from what they, it's not socialism here, it's capitalism. They don't even know how they fit in it, but they're trying really hard and it's our job to help them. But while we, Denise, we do so many things. We have rehabilitation ministry. We have given tons and tons and tons of clothing to people that need clothing. We've sent clothing, containers of clothing to people who live in war-torn areas. But it's all in this amazing book that I got this week. I was so excited when this book showed up on Sunday night because I didn't have a real copy of it yet. I was in bed, sleeping, and I got a text that it showed up. I got out of bed to go see the book. I'm so excited, Denise, we finally have it, and I want you to have it. And this book is just filled with amazing stories. Amen, Denise. Amen. Oh, we forgot to mention something important. What? Denise sang so many times for this elderly. Oh, she's, Denise, hey, that's in the book too. Denise sang on the stage of the Kremlin at a really big event. That's all in here too. No, I, I got to sing almost every month in those, those uh, meetings. And at that time, when we first started, you couldn't mention, you couldn't mention Christ. But I could sing about Christ. They couldn't say anything about that. And it was just little by little, seed, little seed, yeah. little seed. And when it came to the time that, that Maxime could give a Bible study, that was just awesome. Praise the Lord. <laughs> well, this week in the regular TV program, I'm doing a brand new series called What to Do When You're Being Bombarded. And thank you for letting me know that this has touched your heart. I've been reading all your comments on social media. But you need to order the whole series because it is jam-packed. And Denise, I taught it, but this week I watched it to see how was the teaching. Honey, it is amazing. This will just fill people with what they need to survive if they're being bombarded. Man. And it comes with a study guide. And we're also offering you this week my book called Dress to Kill. You don't have to take it anymore because you are dressed to kill, a biblical approach to spiritual warfare and armor. And you know, Rick, I, I don't know if it's a word of knowledge, but you might know somebody who's being bombarded. Yeah, that's right. And I just want to, to ask you, think about them and think about maybe that study guide or telling them to watch it or get that series because you don't know that could be the very thing that can put them over and not lose what it is that's being threatened. That's right, Denise. Well, let's go back to 2 Timothy chapter 1, and I want us to look at something else in these verses. The Apostle Paul has experienced a bizarre bombardment. He is in jail, accused of being an arsonist, because that's what Nero has accused the Christians of. So now Paul's in jail. And there's all this fake news out there in the first century. Ah, we've got him. He's in jail. Don't let him out. Kill him. Make sure he's executed. He didn't do any of it. But you know, when you're in jail in the first century, you can't defend yourself. You cannot say a word in your own defense. Mm -mm. And that's why it's so important that you know who you are, regardless of what people say about you. We need to know who we are in the Lord. 
we need to know that we're secure in Jesus. And even if people say wrong things about us, we need to know who we are in Christ. And Paul says this in verse 12, for the which cause I'm suffering these things. The which cause refers to the previous verse. I'm appointed a preacher and apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. He says, for this cause, Paul says, the devil's after me because of who I am in Christ, what I'm doing, who I'm impacting. I'm making such a breakthrough, and that's why I'm being bombarded. He says, for the which cause? Because of this, I suffer these things. Suffer the Greek word pasco, which means really to suffer mentally. Suffer mentally. I'm suffering these things. It's really mentally tough to go through these things. But he says, nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. Ashamed, the Greek word, which means I'm not red-faced. I'm not disgraced. I'm not embarrassed. Why? He says, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded he's able to keep. Keep that, which I've committed unto him against that day. Let's talk about the word keep. The word keep is the word philoso. It's a form of the word philoso. The word philoso was used to describe soldiers who were given the assignment to watch over a parcel of land or a territory. They were to maintain it, never surrender it. Even if it came under attack, they were to be vigilant and uninterrupted in their guarding of that territory or that parcel of land. The word philosophy was also used to describe the attitude of shepherds. Shepherds who were entrusted with the assignment of watching over sheep. They were to watch over the sheep, guard the sheep, maintain the sheep, not surrender to any attack. And now Paul, who was a linguist and knows how this word is used, says Jesus is going to keep what I've committed to him. What did he commit to Jesus? His own life. He committed himself to the Lord. He says, now I've got a soldier watching over me. The greatest soldier that ever lived. His name is Jesus. And just like soldiers are entrusted to look over a piece of land and to guard it and maintain it, Jesus, the greatest soldier of all soldiers, he is just hovering right over me with uninterrupted vigilance to watch over me. He also is my great shepherd and I am his sheep I don't need to worry because the great shepherd is watching over me. That'll give you confidence, Denise. Absolutely. I mean, when you say that, I'm thinking of the song, His Eyes on the Sparrow. I mean, his eye, his eye is continually over you. And that's what that makes me think of. And Paul says he's able to keep what I've committed unto him. Well, that makes it pretty important that we commit things to him. You need to commit your kids to the Lord. You need to commit your marriage to the Lord. You need to commit you to the Lord. You need to commit your gifts, your job, your finances. You need to commit everything to the Lord. And we saw when we covered this on Monday that that word commit, the Greek word parathiki, para means alongside, thiki is from tithemi, maxime. It means place something. to place something. Put the two words together, it means to come alongside and to deposit something. And I gave you the example on Monday of my daddy. When I was a kid, my dad would go to the Sand Spring State Bank every other Thursday and he would make his deposit. He would open the door to the depository lever and he would put his salary in, big heavy metal door, mm -hmm. 
in a big brick wall. And when he closed the door, mm -hmm. it was deposited. It was committed. My daddy couldn't even retrieve it. Mm -hmm. It was in there. Even my daddy couldn't take it out. Para, he came alongside the bank, Fiki, he put it in, shut the door, he made a deposit. That's what Paul's talking about here. And when we have deposited something of ours into Christ, it is, it's deposited. And Jesus is like the walls of a bank. He's going to surround it. He's going to keep it. It is kept once you have placed it in him. And the good news is you can't even retrieve it yourself. That is so glorious because sometimes we get in fear and we try to back out of our commitments. But hey, when we make a commitment, Jesus hangs on to our commitment and he hovers over what we commit unto him. Denise? Because he's faithful. He is faithful. And because he's committed to his word. But we're going to see tomorrow that in the same way Jesus hovers over what we commit to him, we are commanded to keep what he has committed to us. That means there's some things that God's committed to us. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited about it. I'm wanting to get into the teaching right now, but we're going to save that for tomorrow. But my friends, you need to commit your life. You need to commit your marriage, commit your kids, commit your job, commit your money, commit it all. Just pull up alongside of Jesus, para. Just imagine a big depository box Put everything you are in and close the door. Jesus, I'm sealing me and everything I have in you. And whatever you commit unto him, he will keep. That's the promise of scripture. Amen. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed that teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.